Brethren in Christ, Christ is risen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. This is Timothy Flanders at the Meaning of Catholic. Jesus is King. Welcome to the continuation of the Bible Mystagogy. Introduction to our Bible reader. The Bible reading group is a part of our guild structure. The guild supports our lay apostolate. So we are following the liturgical annual Bible reader, which reads through the entire Holy Scriptures cover to cover according to the liturgical traditions contained in the Roman Rite in the Office of Matins. This liturgical reader has been adapted and the, the remaining portions of the Bible were added in, as well as a Psalter plan on three tiers, which is available on the website. So we encourage everyone to join the Guild to help support this lay apostolate, which is dedicated to uniting Catholics against the enemies of Holy Church. At the Guild, meaningofcatholic.com slash register, you get the online content, the additional content, which is too controversial for YouTube. You get the online guild community and free books. This week, we are covering the most recent controversy, which is the Divine Mercy controversy. So that'll be in one hour. We'll be having our guild conversation about that. I have reviewed all of the sources that are objecting to the Divine Mercy controversy, the Divine Mercy devotion. And so we'll be looking at all of those piece by piece. As usual, we'll release a little bit of it to the public. So the Bible reading group, as I said, we're following this plan. If you can't afford to be a guild member, you can also just get this for free, downloading it below. Um, but this is why I wanted to talk last week. We talked about Ezra and Haggai and while they're, why they're so important. But this week, I wanted to discuss a little bit. What is mystagogy? Mystagogy is uh, refers to the catechetical initiation of the neophytes. The liturgy during Lent and Paschal Tide very much reflects the ancient traditions of the catechumenate and the mystagogy. The mystagogy is refers to the catechesis that goes on during Paschal Tide. Mystagogy means to lead into the mysteries. In particular, this refers to the catechetical lectures of St. Cyril of Jerusalem. I believe it's lecture 20 and following, if I recall. But he begins to do his catech at, at some point during his catechetical lectures. He begins to talk to uh, the neophytes after they've been initiated. The newly illumined servants of God who have been illuminated with the divine mysteries. And this is something that was uh, is an ancient custom, but it fell out of practice because of the spread of infant baptism. And there was not really any uh, the same adult initiation rites. Um, this is something that uh, Vatican II reform did restore. Now, in practice, RCIA and mystagogy have been uh, a failure in many cases. I happen to be a part of a unicorn Novus Ordo parish, as they as they call it. Uh, years ago, and I had the privilege to, with my wife, to catechize two young adults, brother and sister. And we went through the RCIA process. I, we were the catechists for these two individuals. And then we also had the mystagogy. So after Easter, we then met with them five more weeks to continue to expound upon these mysteries because, and I think it's a really, I mean, it's a really great experience if you can have the mystagogy and we can 
enter into that through this Bible reading plan and, and through the uh, taking advantage of the resources given to us by Holy Mother Church. Um, in particular, that actually the new Liturgy of the Hours has all of these patristic sermons throughout Paschal Tide, which are expounding the mysteries of Paschal Tide. I know that at least for me personally, I have had spiritual difficulties in Paschal Tide because I don't know what to do with myself. I'm focusing on the passion and penance, passion and penance. And then I'm relaxing and I'm eating, you know, the meat and cheese and eggs and whatnot. And, and then I've gotten tripped up. So um, this is helpful to take those patristic resources, to take these biblical resources and meditate on these mysteries and to seek to enter into the mysteries and to do this every year, Lent with the with all the penance and the preparation that is imitated. We are imitated the, cate, the, the catechumens and their preparation. We're, we're, we're praying for them and offering up our penances for them. But then we're also entering into this mystagogy. So the readings are, as, I, as we said, the, the ones that we added to the Bible reading plan are Ezra and Haggai for Easter week, but then the church does read John and Acts. Those are two that are traditional to be uh, read during pa during the Paschal Tide mystagogy. And first of all, the reason of John is obvious because John is the mystical gospel. The other three gospels are the so-called synoptic gospels, and they're more straightforward. I'll show you, they're not. It's not that they're straightforward, but they are certainly more straightforward than the very mystical John. And one of the most conspicuous reasons for this mysticism in John, one of the most conspicuous areas of that is its Marian element. And it makes sense that this is part of the mystagogy as opposed to the initiation rites of the catechumenate, because we guard our mother. We guard the mysteries of the immaculate and pure virgin. We, we do not preach Mary to the uninitiated. We do not preach Mary as a part of the gospel to the unbaptized. We preach Christ crucified and risen to the unbaptized so that they will be baptized into Christ. And by being baptized into Christ, we can then introduce them to their mother. And St. John does this in the great mystical passages of his gospel, especially the waiting at Cana, which is has a literal sense, obviously, because it, it, it's a miracle that actually happened, but it actually has this massive mystical significance because the many prophets who speak of the new wine, the significance of wine in Genesis with the covenant of Noah, where he rested with the maturity of taking forth the wine and how the Israelites who are going through the desert never drink wine until they are brought into the promised land and this, the mystical significance of the wine, which is all done at the behest of Our Lady. So Christ is the one who brings the new wine, according to all the prophets. He brings the new wine at the behest of Our Lady. And at the end of St. John's Gospel, he mystically and symbolically bestows Mary upon all of his disciples in the person of St. John. And then in St. John's Apocalypse, we have Mary revealed as the new tabernacle at the end of Revelation 11 and into chapter 12. It speaks of this relationship, which was instituted at the cross 
So at the very end of this initiation is sort of this the mystery of the Marian reality, which is really the, the mystery of the union with Christ. So we are initiated into this mystery at Easter, and we are drawn further into this mystery through this Gospel of St. John. One of, Another great feature of the Gospel of St. John is his Last Supper discourse. This is something that's not in the other Gospels in the same way with the washing of the feet in St. John. Um, we have John chapter 6, the, uh, the great mystical words of Christ regarding the Blessed Sacrament, which are very much tied to the mystagogy because now the neophytes are receiving for the first time the blessed sacrament and the union with christ in the blessed sacrament and so we have these mystical words now at the same time we also have the book of acts and the book of acts starts with this excitement of the ascension and the giving of the holy spirit and the proclamation of the resurrection of christ so it's very fitting that this is ahead of pentecost and we talked last week about the bookends of, of the, the Easter Vigil and the Pentecost Vigil. So we have the Book of Acts, which is the conquering king conquering the Roman Empire. And we have this great mystical, again, this significance where St. Paul ends the Book of Acts in Rome. And this becomes the mystical significance, which is, again, tied up with the Book of Revelation. When the city of man is overthrown, both which represents both the city of the earthly Jerusalem, which was overthrown, and the city of earthly Rome, which was also overthrown. And we have the mystical city of Jerusalem. So this is the mystagogy. And we'll talk on Monday, on Monday's uh, morning show, we're going to be talking about the Eastern Catholic critique of the SSPX. And that has to do with the proclamation of the resurrection and the concept of the Paschal mystery. So I'll be presenting that, and that's tied with the Book of Acts because the early church, the meditation on the atonement was focused very much on the resurrection, and there's a reason for that. So we'll talk about that on Monday. With that, let's offer up uh, an Ave Maria, and uh, we encourage you to join us for this Bible reader. Um, if you can't afford to be a part of the guild, you can also we can also give you free membership, or you can get the Bible reader for free. Just download it at the link below. So let's offer up uh, a Hail Mary. To Our Lady, Seat of Wisdom, asking her to bring us into the mystery of this Paschal Tide, that we can truly enter into the depth of Jesus Christ, having conquered death. In nomine Patris, et Fidei, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu nierebus, et benedictus fructus ventris tu, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nugit in hora moitis nostre. Amen. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.